<laughs> this is something he said in the chapter. Our neocortex, which is responsible for higher functions like language, is the same size it was 200,000 years ago. So basically, the world we're living in has changed, and our brains are still old and stupid. So our brains want that instant gratification. But more and more, we're in a delayed return environment. Move, you can't handle this. I'm where you wanna be, non-stop. Involve out the pain like cemetery. Duck feet, keep the sandals full. Mama told me, write down what you wanna be. How can you not see ideas go quantumly? The mission should be foraging. Tommy HG to LLC to INC. Silence a nigga, keep it PC. Set the smile to black and friendly. Everybody, welcome in to Strictly Business, the podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be doing our normal routine. We'll go through our goals. We might BS a little bit, have a good time. Who knows? Uh, we'll be discussing the book club. Jacob, do you want to talk to our listeners about what they can expect to hear during our book club conversation? Yeah, we're covering two chapters today. Uh, how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible, as well as the cardinal rule of behavior change. And Keaton can tell you exactly what that means. Put them on yeah, the spot. Yeah, but you'll, you'll have to wait for our book club section, <laughs> which is the heftiest section of this, nice. this episode. Nice. So, so, wow, there's an emergency happening outside. Sorry for our live listeners out there. I know it's a, it's a wild world we live in these days. So moving forward, <laughs> you know, uh, after the book club, obviously, as we always do, we're going to set our goals for the next week. And Ben is going to play us out with his fancy instruments. How are the weeks? How is how's everybody doing here? I'm doing pretty good. I had a, a very up and down week. It was remarkable, actually, the highs and lows of the week. But it was it was good overall. There was a, a some good takeaways, which I'll discuss discuss later on in the show. So you're gonna wait to answer the question? <laughs> well, okay. I guess I'll answer <laughs> right now. Uh, the one thing I will say is, you know, I had a a very uh, low day on Thanksgiving of all days. Um, and you know, I was almost rescued by my dailies. I was, you know, just down in the dumps, you know, I was going through a really difficult time and I didn't feel like doing the rest of my dailies, which included, you know, stretching and meditating and, you know, other, other, uh, evening routines. And, you know, I was like, you know what, these are the times that it matters most to do my, my daily routines. I'm going to power through and I'm just going to do them. And it was so empowering to be like, you know, so, uh, you know, emotionally low, but then to still do uh, the positive habits uh, that, you know, obviously are part of my dailies, to still do them um, because it kind of showed no matter how down you are, uh, you can still do positive things for yourself. So that was very empowering for me. It's good to hear. Turned your turkey day around. Exactly. Gobble, gobble. You put the the stuffing in the turkey. (laughs) My turkey day was a day of solitude because my whole family decided to not social distance, so I stayed home alone. Wow. And, uh, yeah. They didn't think I was going to do it, but I did. I uh, said... I bet Karen was very upset about that. Yeah, she kept trying to get me to come the day of. She kept sending me pictures of food and being like, looks good, huh? You can come over and grab some. You can sit 12 feet away. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you're really making a statement there because at that point, if anybody had COVID, they're bringing it home to you. You're not safe, but you're making a statement saying, right. I don't approve of this behavior. And exactly. uh, I think that's very commendable because I don't approve of that behavior either. Yeah, Strictly Business does not approve of that behavior. Let it be we known. We condone social distancing and mask wearing. Dude, I think the I think the emergency that drove past your place, Keaton, just drove past mine. <laughs> All the way to Woodenville. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, flying. <laughs> my, uh, my Thanksgiving was honestly one of the best Thanksgivings I've had in years. 
Uh, I don't know what that was all about because obviously I was by myself in my apartment and the furthest extent of a family gathering was an hour long Zoom call at five. But I think I enjoyed it so much because nothing was really forced. We really did organically what we could to have a good experience. And I think the reward of working as a team to kind of schedule a call. My sister dropped me off some food, socially distanced. So I ate by myself, but just the way we all worked together and embraced the situation, I feel like it allowed me to appreciate the day so much more than I have in past years. Very cool. It was, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. I was feeling the gratitude. That's excellent. Yeah. I also I... got to play Rocket League with Jacob. Oh, man. Yeah, we what played well, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Keaton, let me, let me say, uh, off that, uh, I know it's a little bit early for new year's resolutions, but I just want you to know that it's my new year's resolution to ask you more questions on the podcast. Cause you always do such a great job asking us questions and I'm not, you know, you're always like, how are your guys' weeks? I never like, Hey Keaton, how was your week? And I'm going to do that more, buddy. <laughs> wow. Thanks. I, I, if I recall correctly last week. Y'all talked about your weeks and we're yeah. like, let's go on to book club. Yeah, and then somebody moved was on. like, wait, we, we didn't even ask Keaton how <laughs> I think his Jacob week was. said that. Yeah, Jacob was yeah. the one who pointed that out. Yeah, it's all good. So uh, how, how, did, uh, how did goals go? I went uh, four or five this week. I'm just going to spoil it. Um, wow. For goal number one, I did starred daily habits five times. I did that. Once again, I already talked about the empowering aspect of, of, of that. Uh, number two, do start weekly habits. I didn't do that. Didn't come close. Um, I'll talk more about that later on. Uh, goal number three, create monthly habits. I did that. Uh, goal number four, do daily expectations list five times. I did that. And goal number five, develop shoulder, hips, and hammy strengthening and mobility routines. I did that. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. So you spent so much time talking about this down down day you had last week and uh you know you brought it full circle by talking about how it turned out to be empowering, but you kind of had a a wild week. Had a wild it's week. Like yeah, looking at it, you know, at least in in terms of goals, you, you killed it. The goals goals kept me together, you know, in more ways than one. Hmm. More ways than one. <laughs> more ways than means. one. Well, I mean, because I also wanted to say, like, um, you know, I had a lot of downtime this weekend. And, you know, on one hand, you know, it was nice for the rest and relaxation recuperation. But on the other hand, you know, I wanted to stay busy, um, both with, um, you know, strictly business related stuff, coaching stuff, but especially personal growth related stuff. So these goals also kind of provided the, you know, with having to create monthly habits as well as the shoulder, hips and hammy. I, I was able to spend a lot of time, which I was happy about, researching shoulder, hips and hammy routines um, and really curating that. So it was, it was able, it gave me some, some constructive tasks to work on in a time that, that I really needed it, that I needed productivity. Jacob, how about your goals? How'd they go? So I got a two out of five this week, not a four out of five like Ben. Mm. Yeah. Um, still a great week though. Um, so yoga in the morning, five times and four workouts. I did not do yoga five times. I did do four workouts, but didn't get to the yoga. Um, no phone in my room after 9 p.m. I did that. Um, nice. 100 ounces of water a day, meditate five times, and eat healthy. Um, I went camping this weekend, and I didn't get a didn't get the 100 ounces of water a day. I was doing some long hikes. Can I quickly interject and say Jacob went camping and hiking in late November? 
That is yeah. like, I think Jacob used his adventurous spirit uh, for the whole year. Well, so good I thing think, the year's almost good thing the year's right. almost over. So yeah, I can just so get the rest of the one. calendar year, Jacob probably won't leave his room. Yeah, you know, he's, <laughs> he's he's all yeah. spent out. Yeah, it was not as cold as I thought it was going to be. And shout out to my brother for letting me use his van because it would be really cold to sleep in a hammock. Ah, very very wet as well with all that rain. Um, okay, four read a page a day and three edited photos. I did that, and then three social media posts. Did not do that. Mm. which I'm sure you all noticed that I didn't post on you being the listener that I didn't post on Saturday. Um, I thought I was going to have service, but alas, there was zero service in the woods. I didn't even know you were supposed to post on Saturday. Ben just proved himself as the worst accountability buddy. He did. Jeez, really (laughs) not doing your job there, Ben. Come on, (laughs) get it together, son. You know, I had enough problems to deal with uh, my own plate, Keaton. You're putting out so many fires over there. Uh, (laughs) Wow, uh, I'm so bored. I have so much free time. <laughs> I hate this. God, I wonder what you could fill your time with, Ben. Uh, my goals were to have the TV off by 10.30, five days out of the week. I did it. Uh, my second goal was to look at my habit stacking circuit seven days out of the week. I did that. That one's it's tough. Trying to just lock in the habit of acknowledging these sticky notes. My third goal was to read for two hours. I didn't read for a total of two hours. Damn. Goal goal number four was to do something active every day and drink 120 ounces of water six days out of the week. I did that. And goal number five, don't smoke weed during the week. I did that. Wow. But let me tell you, this last weekend was lit. It, It only takes a little pinch to do the trick. A little pinch of that green goddess, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so Keaton, excuse, excuse me, I'm not a great counter. How many is that out of five? One, two, three, four, 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 four. out of five, which means that. Well, let me double check John Jacob's count. One, and two. Did I do that correctly? Uh, two. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. Ben, you're really so good that means be- yep. Ben has seven stars. Keaton has yep. five stars. Jacob has four stars. There it is. Wow. Nice. Like like I was saying before, I used all of my adventure and all of my adventure this week or all of my adventure this year went to the Ho Rainforest in the Olympics. Uh, I saw an elk. Look, an elk. Like I was probably eight feet away from an elk and I was too busy talking and I looked up and it was just oh staring gosh. me dead in the eyes. It's terrifying. Well, it, it, it wasn't actually that scary. He seemed like a really, or actually she seemed like a really cool elk. And she just was munching and munching, and she wouldn't get away from the trail, so we had to wait until she moved far enough away from the trail that we could sneak by her. But that was the most exciting thing that's happened to me in memory, I'd Years. say. Did she bleed for yeah. you? And probably nah. no bleeding, which is shocking, because I thought that like we were nice, seriously geez. so close that I thought she was going to be like, yo, I'm eating here. But like we had these other people on the trail were like, Hey guys, like there's an elk right next to you. Um, we, I was going to walk right by. <laughs> I was so really in so tune with it. nature. Jacob. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I had, well, I'm just going to blame everything on having, uh, a, uh, uh, beanie over my ears. So I couldn't hear anything. Like, I, I was, was all, all muted. I was too busy sound, looking at my all trails right. app to see, 
see the wildlife. <laughs> I was too yeah. busy leaving a review on all trails about how I'm not seeing any wildlife <laughs> to notice that there was wildlife right next to me. Uh, that would have been the case, but I had no service. I just love that there's a five-star rating system on all trails. Like, what what is the, like, basis of judgment for rating a trail, you know? Well, I think... Like, there isn't a uniform. Many, many it's not like a restaurant. How, uh, how well, tr- like, maintained the trail is. How well trained, how the, views trained are. the animals are. True. <laughs> yeah. You don't exactly want to poop it on the trail, thinking. you know? They know yeah, they're supposed yeah. to poop you off the side. You know, you want, you, want them to, you want them to put it down and pick it up themselves, too. So... Exactly. You know, or at least would, bury it, you know? Would, like, a difficult trail warrant, like, a, a five-star or a one-star? Well, it depends on how hard it's rated. So if it's if it's rated as difficult and it's way too easy, it might get a one-star. Oh. Oh, so but it's, I like, mean, a rating very, based off the, very the subjective. review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very okay. subjective. By the way, all trails, this would be a maybe good ad spot? I don't think we would want no, to yeah. never mind all trails. we're not outdoorsy enough but who knows if i if i keep to if i keep ho rainforesting they uh they might want to want to sponsor actually, us i actually personally resent all trails but we'll get to that in another episode <laughs> we're never gonna get to that i feel like it's either gonna come up now or it's never <laughs> gonna come up <laughs> so we got right, these two anyway. chapters yeah two chapters chapter 14 and 15 right correct sir and Keaton, you said you had something to talk about with your PC and the book club. Yeah, you know, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll mix Probably it. I want to talk about like right chap- now. Cha- talk about the chapter a bit. Yeah, just give a little background on the chapter, Jacob. You know, chapter fourteen is titled "How to Make Good Habits Inevitable and Bad Habits Impossible." That sounds crazy. That does sound crazy. That sounds bat shit crazy. You know, is it even possible? Is it? I don't. Let's talk about it, cause let's talk about it. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, how how hyperbolic was this chapter title? It's hard to tell. Uh, you know, it, it's it it really comes down to making your your bad habits hard and your good habits easy. But uh, what what happens? There there's an ultimate driving factor between like you know when you have a project and it has a hard deadline, and you're procrastinating and you're procrastinating, but somehow miraculously in like the last stretch before it's due you may have found in your life that you just banged it out and did a knock-up job mm, yeah Does that happened to you guys <clears throat> i usually don't procrastinate i i only procrastinate so that's like that's literally my life and that's the thing is a lot of people do procrastinate so you know jacob being holier than thou you know at least ben you know you and i can have a conversation about this because right it really comes down to needing to have something called a commitment device or traditionally also called a Ulysses pact uh, because Ulysses had his sailors tie him up on uh, the big, their, their sailboat. uh, So that when the sirens were singing to him, he couldn't steer the ship towards them and crash the ship. Tie me to the mast. And whatever I say, do not untie me. My Zeus. You're going to die. I simply want to hear their song. So what he did there to succeed was he tied himself up. So he literally couldn't do what he wanted to do. He had to do what he had to do, which was keep sailing. You know, when when I was uh, uh, smoking a, a, a good amount of spliffs, which is weed mixed with tobacco, um, and I wanted to start quitting it, 
Uh, I uh, gave the tobacco to my uh, housemate Juno, and I was still able to go and ask for it, but like there was a shame attached to like going and asking Juno for the tobacco because Juno knew that I wanted to quit. And so that was mm. a little bit of like my form of Ulysses' device of like, you know, I, I'm still able to go and do that thing, but there's like a barrier. Like I don't want to go crawling on my hands and knees, um, kissing Juno's feet like I had to do, um, begging for the tobacco. Uh, and so I was less inclined to then smoke spliffs because that was my route to get tobacco. Yeah, that, that adds that extra extra step, the guilt factor, you know, so so that nicotine rush exactly. hit, hits a little different. Cut me loose, scallywags. I want to make love to the sirens. It hits a little different. There's a little sh- shame attached to the, a little uh, uh, adrenaline shame. Uh, God, with that, with that the nicotine worst hit. form of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. A little stimulated shame. That's great. <laughs> Crewmen, we did it. We're safe. We made it out alive. And we can go home to our families loyally and safely. You know, we have these large-scale examples. You know, obviously Ulysses. That's like a huge one. That's kind of crazy. You know, you're having your mates tie you up. Yeah. So you can't... Uh, you know, you can't get teased by those dang sexy sirens. Those goddamn sirens, yeah. They're just irresistible. And so uh, we like, all can relate to that. Yeah, totally. I've tied myself up to a lamppost before. No big deal. <laughs> um, and these are extreme examples, but there's also smaller ones. And I kind of have a feeling, let me know if I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that Jacob might be a master at this. He had a recent goal for this. Yeah, I sure did. Um, so it's usually based around my phone because if I have my phone around me, I just I keep checking it because I'm because I'm too addicted to the phone. So what I did is I um, said no phone in my room after nine. Um, so that helped me get into bed earlier. And what I do during the day is I'll do no phone in my room during the day, uh, like when I'm working. So I'll either put it downstairs so I have to go like walk past my dad who's working and it's just kind of weird because then I just walk downstairs and check my phone and then mm. go right back upstairs a little <laughs> bit of shame or I'll put it in the room where my mom is working and then she really gives me a hard time because she's like get your phone out of here it keeps <laughs> buzzing so I, I I can't ever go in there because then she'll yell at me to get rid of the phone so that's that's what I've started doing recently I, I just love that dynamic of like you come downstairs your dad thinks you're coming down like to talk to him or something and you just pick up your phone, like go on your phone for 10, 15 seconds and then walk right back upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. And both both of those really worked. Um, and I've noticed that I'm much more productive when my phone is not in the room. Even even if it's like in the room out of hand's reach, I'll just get up and go and use it because willpower for is sure. hard to come by. Oh, uh, yeah. I understand that. Last last week we talked about. How what what was it, Jacob? Was it like 40 to 50 percent of our decisions each, each day were like subconscious i think it was 40 yeah 40 to 50 percent yeah and that's a lot you know and we've talked in the past about willpower and how it's um it's not we don't have an unlimited source of willpower throughout the day it depletes itself as we make harder decisions and so there was an argument posed in this chapter to say um you know the idea is to automate as many things as possible uh, especially with technology these days, so that you can save uh, your your time and your your willpower and your energy 
for tasks that are harder for you to do. So, so by potentially automating more things and reducing, uh, reducing, you know, the amount of resources you have to spend on those things, you can spend more time and effort creatively thinking about how to do these tasks that are more difficult, like Jacob has done. Yeah, and you can also use it the other way to make the good habits much easier. So it's not just like to get rid of bad habits, but it's also to make good habits easier as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and then there was another idea that James Clear talked about, about these impactful one-time decisions and how much easier those things can uh, make your life. It's kind of the same idea with like, it's, it goes along with this idea of automation as well, because if you have a long-term goal and you know that there's something in the way of achieving that goal, and if you just freaking owned up and, and did that thing, it would make your life a lot easier. And so one thing that I did, um, you know, I've spent so much time and I would consider it wasted time dealing with my MacBook that has a couple issues and has trouble booting up certain programs. So turning, you know, hard resetting my computer, um, you know, dealing with uh, customer service and technicians and all these things. And one thing that I knew was important for me as my career has advanced and my skill set has advanced, uh, the skill set demands more processing power. And so what I did was go in on a PC, a computer that I know can handle what I'm doing now, and I can also grow into it. And so it's really easy for me now looking forward to see like, okay, now like I can actually really efficiently use my time at my, at my desk. So it's like a one time decision that's going to make your life easier. Another example of that using technology would be to set up auto pay for your credit card. If you're good with your finances. Are, are you, uh, are you more motivated? Do you think also with this computer investment? More motivated in what way? Uh, to continue, you said you could grow into it to continue growing and expanding your abilities specifically say with video, but creatively in general. Definitely. I think a lot of my learning moments are when I'm pushing myself and oftentimes pushing my computer. And I think a lot of my creative escapades have been stifled because while I can make them happen on my computer, it takes a very, very long time because my computer is having trouble processing what I'm doing. Right. And so it has, you know, it has kind of let me down in the past and discouraged me from pushing as hard. And so I am very excited to take this, this, this bad boy out for a spin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. Highly motivated. I don't have the book with me, but off the top, this was kind of the summation of his make it invisible, like make it visible, make it. Uh, do you guys remember kind of the, the components that he mentioned? And this is kind of the capper of. It's the inversion of the third law. Uh, make it easy. Yeah. So so you're it's supposed to be helping you make it easy and make it satisfying. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, that's the next one. That's, that's the, the next, next one. one. Yeah, easy. You easy, dink. Jacob. Jeez. Oops. Now, I will I mean, that's a, good, that's a good transition, unless you guys wanted to touch on that, is I really didn't connect with the next section just because I couldn't pull a, an example of, like, making a difficult habit satisfying right off the bat. So this chapter, the cardinal rule of behavior change, is talking about, like, if it's fun or easy to do something, you're more likely to do it. And basically, we live in like a delayed return environment, which means like 
most of the good habits we're trying to create actually like thank us after the fact. So like you work out, you don't immediately look better, but you look better in some some months. Right. But our old like our brains are actually this is something he said in the chapter, our neocortex, which is responsible for higher functions like language, is the same size it was 200,000 years ago. So basically, the world we're living in has changed and our brains are still old and stupid. So our brains want that instant gratification. But more and more, we're in a delayed return environment. Well, and I would I would say that it's not necessarily stupid. This is really like a matter of pragmatics, right? Because... Back in the day when humans were like a primitive species, decisions made throughout your day were pretty much purely based on survival. You know, what, where am I going to, what am I going to have to eat? What am I going to have to drink? Like, am I in a dangerous situation? You know, it's like really all these things were about survival. And so it makes more sense that the brain was, became hardwired for instant gratification because those things determined your, your safety and you know, your future where now, as you said, Jacob, within like the last, what, 200 years or so, like we've had so many, uh, so much technology take off and the industry has really taken off all these things and our lives have become automated more by technology. And that's where the mismatch happens. That's where pragmatically our brains are working against us. Mm. Yeah. Cause a lot of the bad habits include instant gratification. Like Oh, I'm so bored. I'm just going to like turn on the TV right. and watch TV because I'm and then it's like instantly gratified because you're like, oh, man, I'm instantly not bored because I'm watching some reality TV show. But the good habits, you don't really get rewarded. So the key to keep like maintain those good habits is to make it fun and easy to do them mm. or like provide some instant reward for doing them early on. Um, and I did this when I first started working out at Western. Um, I would go to the gym, and then if I went to the gym, I would allow myself to get a tasty smoothie afterwards. Wow. Yeah, and it was expensive, but it got me in the habit of going to the gym because it it tasted good right after working out because otherwise, I don't know if I would have stuck with it. You, you know, I guess I kind of did the same thing, but with basketball, is if I went to the gym to work out, I would allow myself to play basketball to warm up beforehand, and that would always get me mm. motivated to go to the gym. So your smoothie is my basketball, I suppose, Jacob. Yeah, one's more frugal than the other. <laughs> but basically, the way it works is you just you have to do you like reward yourselves early on because then over time, you're you, it'll just become a habit, and then you don't have to keep rewarding yourself. But it's really important to think about what is my long term goal that this habit I'm developing is working towards, and then when you're considering how do I immediately, you know, gratify myself for doing this thing that hopefully will become a habit, like, does that line up with my long-term goal? You're trying to get, get in shape. So every time you go to the gym, let's say you put $5 into an account. It might make sense in that account if you named it like leather, cool leather jacket, right? Because maybe when you're in shape, you're trying to look like a sexy badass, you sexy badass, and you're going to get that leather jacket. But if your long-term goals were to you know, be saving money, then maybe you don't want to be putting your money into an account that's saving up for a leather jacket. The the thing the thing that kind of resonated with me on that one was he said if your goal is saving money, 
Um, every time you maybe don't get that morning espresso at the coffee stand, just throw in five bucks to a savings account. Exactly. Right. Um, and and that because that when you're saving actively saving money, there's no reward. Kind of maybe what you're getting to, Keaton. Um, there's no visible reward, right? You just don't go get a beer. You don't go grab, you know, takeout. Um, but by making it visible by saying, I normally right now I would have gone out to the bars like this Saturday night, I would have gone out to the bars and spent X amount of dollars instead of just, you know, saying that and then putting whatever that X amount of dollars that you would have spent into some sort of savings account. Yeah. You'll be able to watch that build up over time pretty dang fast. I'm sure. So yeah, I, I think some, some of this stuff really takes creativity in my opinion and some you know certain examples aren't as clear-cut as others but i think that's kind of the beautiful thing about it as well is that it encourages you to think creatively and to maybe consider other aspects of your life so like man i'm struggling with this this habit this sucks but every time i do this maybe kind of like habit stacking in a way you can create some immediate gratification um you know, with a certain reward that works, works you towards another goal in your life too. be creative out there. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if, uh, you know, because making something hard, uh, appear attractive, you know, like a really great example of that is toothpaste or chewing gum. Mm, Right. Yeah. Uh, because when gum first came out, it was just kind of chewy. It wasn't much flavor, but, uh, Wrigley, really you know shifted things into eighth gear when they started injecting it with a spearmint and juicy fruit flavoring they really rigged the game yeah they they, (laughs) wow yeah they they tore it up they they owned the chewing gum game and uh i was wondering you know because and then they started saying like chew gum to promote your healthy teeth right so now they're promoting this like quote-unquote healthy activity with instant gratification which is a beautiful flavor um i was wondering if gymshark does this what what they do is they make you look great so like yeah i had i literally had to ask my girlfriend about this because i saw these uh these leggings that somebody was wearing and they had like these wrinkles up her butt crack do you guys know what i'm talking about it's like scrunching yeah. or yeah, whatever what it like scrunch about. and it makes and it makes their butts look better and then they also have leggings that they literally shade below the butt cheeks. So it makes it gives your butt like a drop shadow. It makes your butt look bigger. Oh, my gosh. What? There's, they literally like put so much science into making people look better wearing their workout clothes when they go to work out. And I was wondering, like, wow, is that just like super genius of them to like make I would people say so. feel super empowered and, and beautiful and sexy? And then when they go and work out in a public place, like that's rewarding, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that that's, you're right. That is rewarding, I think, because, you know, I think if you are, if you are proud of your body at the very least, like going out in public and showing off that body and making it look good, I could definitely see be, being like that instant reward like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. That is genius on Gymshark's part. That's some psychology shit right there. Yeah. So we're trying to, we're trying to make Strictly Business sexy. Yeah. Uh, what products do we have to, to push the sexiness? out Ugh. um every time somebody listens to our podcast we create a device and uh when they start listening to it it starts massaging their back wow nice yep but it only works Genius. with our podcast it only turns on if they're listening to our podcast uh-huh. yeah yeah should we start talking in some 
deeper, sexy. Uh, this isn't sexy though. No, I'll I'll, I'll work I'll work creepy. on my I'll work on my deep sexy voice. Uh, coming yeah. soon, listeners. Come back next week with it. Ben will have a soothing low uh, radio DJ voice to make strictly business sexy. So something to look forward sexy. to. Beautiful. Yeah. That's- Is there anything else that we want to cover on chap on the cardinal rule of behavior change? Um, you know, just make it sexy, people. Yeah. Fig- figure yeah. out how to how to, how to love some aspect of it every single time you do it. Because because that short-term gratification is going to get you through the initial stages until you start to see the long-term rewards of doing that habit in the first place. And then you probably won't even need your instant gratification, but then you can relish in the fact that you did something awesome on the way to developing that habit, like saving for a vacation. Bingo. Yep. Ooh-wee. Well said. Yeah. I, uh... I just think that it, it's the perfect time to go into goals for next week. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Very poignant of you, Jacob. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll start out again. Um, so goal number one uh, is do start daily habits four times. I'm going to Long Beach this weekend to do some crabbing and oystering. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm accounting for that. I'm doing my planning and knowing what hurdles I'll have to overcome. So I'm lessening my, my workload. Um, goal number two, do start weekly habits. I'm probably one for nine on doing weeklies. We'll see how it goes this week. Um, maybe we'll get two for 10. Uh, goal number three is do shoulder, hip and hammy routines three times. Haven't done it once yet. I should probably get on that. Uh, goal number four, do daily expectations list. Four times. And goal number five, make an edited non-montage video video. So just make some sort of planned, executed, and edited video that isn't my weekly montage video. Wow. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Have fun crabbing and clamming. Thank thank you. Oystering. And oystering. My goals... You're probably tired of hearing them. Yoga in the morning five times, four workouts, no phone in the room after 9 p.m., 100 ounces of water a day, meditate five times, eat healthy, um, four, read a page a day, three edited photos, three social media posts, and then five, a new one, daily goal every day of Duolingo, trying to learn Spanish. Poor Kay. I'm, I'm not there yet, Ben. Don't don't embarrass me on the podcast like that. Wait, he just asked why. Yeah, I know. I don't even. I, I don't even. I took a semester of Spanish. He's in got a long way seventh, to go. Seventh grade, dude. But if someone <laughs> speaks, if someone speaks to me in Spanish, I want to respond in Spanish. Oh, fair, I can't. I don't. Fair, I can't okay. say why. And that's fair. I'm inspired. Um, goal number one: have my TV turned off by 10:30 p.m. five days out of the week. Goal number two. Look at my habit stacking circuit daily. Goal number three, read at least a page before bed. Taking a page out of James James Clear's book, you know? Usually, I, I imagine yeah. I'll read more than a page, uh, but that's the minimum. Very nice. Goal number four, do something active every day and drink 120 ounces of water six days out of the week. Goal number five, don't smoke weed during the week. With that being said, I am I'm ready to head head into the week with my kind of rethought and simplified goals.
Wow, dude. Didn't even have to ask uh, him. I was trying a new one. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, oh, man, so close, Jacob. It was so, so good. Close. I know. Soon he, comes season four, a much smoother transition into music. We always have to tell Ben to play the music. And uh, this episode, he gave his first stab at playing us into the outro. And that's great. And he immediately messed it up. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that's right. okay, though. One, he, one step he, at a time. Got the, one step at a time. He got the important part done. Exactly. Which was... You, you guys ready for me to go? Ben. Oh, God. Oh, man. He simply doesn't learn. Here we go again with the doors. I think I remember hearing this one last week. It makes me feel like putting on some sunglasses and hanging out with a cactus. Makes me feel like I want to like press the stop recording button and talk about how good of a podcast we just had. Yeah, geez, but too bad because we're going to talk about it on the air. Fuck yeah, dude. That was a sick <laughs> episode, right, Jacob? Dude, that was pretty sick. All right, high five, dude. <laughs> <laughs> good. That, oh, that was two sick contact, bro, because we're in person. Yeah. Here's here's the thing, everybody. If you're, if you're attracted to a bunch of hot women, tie yourself to a lamppost. And if you're... That is- that's what that's what I learned from this episode. Make that Ulysses pact. Yeah, I, I want to see a lot of people tied to lampposts. Send send us your pictures to Strictly Business the Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram. Wherever you want to do it. Just send us your pictures of you tied to a lamppost. We'll think it's really funny and we'll do something with them. Now, go, go off into your weeks with your goals and your accountability groups and chase that healthy instant gratification. It's about progress and balance. If you can execute a routine, I put bad for your talents. What? Tall tales are just recommendations. Heard this beat from Clefto and Face Frown was a sensation. Yeah. There are many lanes you can create. Poetry meets Van Lathan. Content got you shaking. Season the kale chips with bacon. I'll take my 200 followers and just keep baking. Baking. Baking, 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 baking. Baking, baking. Hey, they say you talking trash. Whatever, man. When you gonna make a hit? Whatever, man. How mighty is your pen? Whatever, man. Whatever, 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 whatever. Dang, yo. Like, hip-hop be keeping me so busy out here, man. Like, hobbies. Got the routine now, y'all. Like, we got back together. Things are going good. I'm really just trying to become a superhero now.